Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here. <laughs> I think I almost forgot. K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. I don't think I've lived through a day like today. This is pretty uh, crazy stuff. I don't think stuff. many people currently alive have lived through a day like today. <laughs> You know, I, I hope that um, we don't. Oh, sorry. Wow. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody else heard that but us, but Ooh. that was loud. But, uh, um, you know, Thomas Penn said these are the times that try men's souls. And I think we're beginning to get a little bit of an understanding of of the depth of that. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, there are so many things out there that are are just uh, uh, just crazy that uh, what the decisions, the really. And, you know, I've said this a couple times in this cycle. Right. I don't say year because now we're in a new year. Right. But I've said these things uh, in, in, in the last cycle or so that the decisions that we make over the next few days will impact generations to come. Yeah. And those are the kind of things that we need to remember today. Uh, just first off, do we act, do we react emotionally or do we act strategically? I think that is that has to be a really big guide in what we're doing. And I'm hoping today that's something that you and IJC can really, really uh, hash out. I am I am sort of um, there were things that I wanted to talk about today before today actually happened. So <laughs> I'm like, uh, we should Too talk late. about we should talk about them anyway because they're really, really huge. Hey, Dragon's Talon with the big super grant. Super Chat, Liberty Day 2021, and Apple for the Liberty Professors, Chrisanne and JC. All right. I like that. That's pretty awesome. Thank you, guys. Um, oh, sorry. I didn't mean to, to do that to you there, Jeffrey. But uh, but you are, uh, you are true in your recitation of the Declaration of Independence. Let me show you what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yesterday, uh, updated at 9.32 a.m. today. By the way, which, don't let me forget that, JC. When before when we're done with the show, sure. say to me 9.33 a.m. today, right, right. right? Okay. All right. So um, <laughs> he wrote it down. Anyway, uh, we, we've had some interesting things happening in the last couple days, nonetheless. And you know me, JC, I'm, I'm a dot connector, so I love connecting dots. I like seeing things and how they fit together. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm that kind of person that loves spending hours putting together jigsaw puzzles, you know, because I love watching places things fit. But this is part of what happened yesterday, and we have been preaching this now for how many years? State and local? 11 mm -hmm. years? Right. Right. While everybody is now thinking that the world is going to end because of the chaos in Washington, D.C. Right. Let us not forget that the real battle is local at home. Right. The real battle is local at home. 
And so very excited about watching the Pennsylvania GOP senators, uh, state senators, refuse to seat a Democrat. <laughs> so what happened, you're familiar with this, right, JC? So what happened, this is one of the contested races. Right. And this sparked a whole kind of thing that I think, if we had the proper perspective, might even overshadow what's happening today. These Pennsylvania state senators actually stopped the swearing in of a uh, Democrat who whose election is contested. They said, look, you can't swear this guy in. The, the election is still contested. You have mm -hmm. to wait. Well, it ended up that they actually not only refused to allow this guy to be sworn in, but they dethroned <laughs> the lieutenant, the governor. lieutenant governor mm -hmm. over the Senate. Right. They freaking dethroned the lieutenant governor from the Senate. And I'm looking, hey, looking at you, looking at you in the camera, U.S. senators. If Biden and Harris become president of the United States, that puts Harris over the U.S. Senate. These are the kind of examples you need to learn from. <laughs> they dethroned the lieutenant governor. It wasn't people breaking in and. Yeah. Yeah. Destroying things. And yeah, exactly. Setting off flashbangs and shooting. Oh, my goodness. That, I have so many interesting th scenes that people have sent me from all of that. But I just thought that was really great. You know, you you have them refusing. You know, I don't know if you know this, but Nancy Pelosi swore in a Democrat that was covid positive, brought him right in. Let's swear you in. And now all of a sudden, the first thing Nancy Pelosi does yeah. in in her see the oh, see freak out over <sighs> more than 11 people in the on the Republican side. We watched. We watched that stuff on C-SPAN. I'm going to tell you what. What we're seeing, the fallout that we're seeing now doesn't stress me out. What stresses me out, JC, is listening to these politicians try to wrap themselves in the Constitution and talk about what it means to be an American when every other breath in their body and every other day of their life, they're destroying it. That's what stresses me out. Mm. So the very first thing Nancy Pelosi does in the house at the at the joint session joint meeting session. Mm -hmm. is to kick out republican senators using covid as an excuse because there were too many people mm -hmm. she brings a covid positive guy in the day before to get sworn in and then kick tries to kick out our senators and that but the senators refused to leave you know what was funny to me they refused to leave guys i'm very proud of that what was funny too about too many left though what was funny about that to me <clears throat> was she was she was reading, you know, she was she referenced the whatever the f physician. <clears throat> so in the joint session, no more than 11 people could be, you know, there on that side, whatever. Then the they um, the objections were entered the house, the, the, the joint session split went into their separate houses. So. The Nancy Pelosi is in the same room, <laughs> in the same room. now with the house <laughs> and the limit goes to 25. She's like, now there can be 25. Like nothing changed. They didn't, 
They didn't, within a few seconds, actually <laughs> knock out a wall and increase the size of the chamber. But it went from one body being in there, right, the, the joint session, mm -hmm. to the House of Representatives. And this is not necessarily no less people, because mm -hmm. you could still have the gallery is full or whatever. Mm -hmm. it, it Actually, with now 25 could be down there, mm -hmm. you could potentially have more people in the chamber, because now you can fill in the seats that they would have been sitting in in the gallery. Right. So when it's the <laughs> House, you can increase capacity and decrease the social distancing. Mm -hmm. Whereas in a joint session, it has to be less capacity and increased socialism. So from 11 to 25. So, I mean, the stuff is so ludicrous. It follows no logic whatsoever. But it was laughable that within within the course of uh, 15 minutes. Yeah. She made those same statements. 11 people, then 25 people. Yeah. Like, do you, know, you people not hear yourself? It's the crazy. the big debate over the last few days has been what is Pence power, right? Yeah. Well, you want to over that. Ad you you want to talk about a power Pence really had? Pence really had the power to say no. We will not exclude senators from the floor. We will not exclude House members from the floor because the Constitution guarantees equal representation under the law. As yeah. a matter of fact, Article Five of the Constitution, to which he is the Senate President of, says that all senators will have equal suffrage in the Senate. And when you shove them in the gallery instead of letting them be on the floor, you deprive those people from their representation. And Pence should have, if he was, I mean, talk about Pence's power, especially as that the one who presides over the joint session. He had the power and the duty in the Constitution to say no. Uh, an emergency does not eliminate our constitutional requirement to equal representation under the Constitution. And so you can all come down, wear your masks. Why do you have to social distance if you're wearing your mask? So every, some of those people were like double masked. So they were like doubly good. They could have stood three feet to each other instead of six feet from each other. And so Pence should have really said that and said no. Instead, he's like, no, we can't discuss that. That's actually amounts to debate. And right. putting them in the gallery denied, you know what? And the whole thing is about, oh, we have to have the 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 Trump Republicans are trying to disenfranchise people. Do you ever think about the number of people disenfranchised when Nancy Pelosi made a representative or a senator go sit in a gallery? Tens of thousands of people disenfranchised by one person being removed from the place, right? So uh, it's just that's just crazy. So I asked you to remind me at about nine thirty three. Yeah. So yeah, I, pretty fascinating there. Yeah, I got this right. So let me put this up here. So direct direct screen shot from NPR. Direct screenshot from NPR. Check this out, guys. NPR is reporting protest halt. Congress, oh, okay, the, the, in the middle there. there. Trump supporters storm U.S. Capitol, clash with police. This was posted on their site at 9.33 a.m. Eastern time. 
And by okay. the way, the proceedings me, didn't start until 1 p.m. Till 1 p.m. People were asking me, well, what if that's what if that's Pacific time? I said, okay, but that's Eastern time. And there is no place on the American continent where there is a six hour time difference. This is not fake. This is not photoshopped. Not photoshopped. I was standing there when my wife sitting beside me. Yeah. Yeah. Did a direct capture. I did. From NPR's I was like, website. What? This was sitting there and she <laughs> said, wait a minute. What? This says 933. How is that possible? How is that possible? So <laughs> 933, nine, was that 9, 10, 11, 12, 1? Because it was almost, it was like 2 when it, sort of stuff broke out. Right, because it happened after they recessed. And went yeah, to so, arguments, and they had already conducted yeah, arguments for a little 30, while. 10 30, 11 30, 12 30, 1 30. So, at least minimum four hours yeah. prior mm -hmm. to things popping off, uh, NPR already had a report filed and published on their website that Trump supporters had stormed the Capitol. Now, we have received personally from people actually there. Several several confirmed photographs of Antifa and BLM members who were at previous protests uh, inside I have the, the chambers, inside Can the show Capitol. One? Can I show one? First, let's do this. We have the Hayes Brothers. You know, we love the Hayes Brothers. They have a Hay We went to the Hayes Brothers. They actually fed us dinner at their house. That was really awesome. These are yeah. great guys. Uh, with the with the super grant, super chat. Love you guys. We Man. love you guys too. Awesome. Thank you for joining us today. That Ble is really blessings awesome. Blessings to your business. Blessings to your business and your family Keep and everything. Everything. My nose itches, JC. Maybe it's the COVID. Yeah. So, um. <laughs> Oh, I've got to cancel here. All right. So, so who do you think NPR coordinated with? Thank you. Trump Patriots? Yeah. Look at uh, this. Yeah, right. You ready? So, here you go. There you go. Phillyantifa.org. This guy, this guy, this guy. Actually, this is not the only picture of him. Yeah. You want to, I, I have this one too. And Let that's me. their third cohort with the, with the, fur and horns on his head yeah he's another antifa, antifa person yeah yeah so let me show you this because this is this is pretty amazing this is um believe it or not this is like on sean king uh i know i'm, I'm trying to do too many things at one time here there we go all right. Now watch this. Look at who is standing at the door. See, this was the first thing that I thought just to sort of lay the foundation for this. We were like we were watching this happen live. And and uh, I think, Sonny, maybe it was you that said it. That guy's got a stick or he's got a weapon or something. Yeah, he and had a he had like an extended billy club with a weighted with a weighted end so you could see the the round weight right 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 it, right which is very typical of blm i mean mm -hmm. antifa uh which all the same but uh, what we saw in blm even the bullhorn by the way when when you if you look at any uh conservative protest tea party protest the only the only person with a bullhorn ever is if they're if they're at an event with no you know with no mic or whatever the mm -hmm. the host or mc would speak through a bullhorn mm -hmm. like i've seen that but when you look at when you watch antifa uh actions 
that's one of that's one of their typical uh accoutrements like they many of them always have bullhorns they carry around bullhorns to scream mm -hmm. just your regular antifa member so it was funny to watch all these guys and see the stuff that they wore and how they were dressed that was very typical of uh the antifa uh, radicals. Now, let me ask you a question, JC, because this is this is what rolled through my mind was how did these guys just get through the door? I mean, seriously, yeah. you can't take the a most cell phone. secure building. One of probably the set, I would say the second, second most secure building in Washington, D.C. And it was suddenly flooded with people. Oh, I, I, I'll show you why. But let me ask you this question, JC, when you and I were involved with the protest out in front of San in San Diego, mm -hmm. uh, in front of the uh, not San Diego, Sacramento, in the California Capitol. Yeah. What did it look like in front of the Capitol? There were like oh yeah, a, a, hundreds, a, an army of an SWAT army police. of SWAT people because they didn't want rice. Now, the media has been reporting for days that they were afraid that there was going to be violence. Correct. This. So much so that the that the mayor of D.C tried to shut down every hotel so much so that Apple refused to actually give give map details to to get to DC so much yeah. so that they made you know threats of business owners that stayed open yet we're supposed to believe that magically all these Trump supporters just appeared no, inside yeah, the Senate I, I, it's not magic I'll show Go you ahead. watch this right here You want to know why they got in? One guy. One guy at the door. One guy at the door. Hey, didn't that guy look like that Antifa guy there? See? That guy. That guy. Look. Wait. And he starts to run. He runs. That guy right there, doesn't he look like an anti the Antifa guy? I'm just saying I'm not happy about that. One guy. We had hundreds yeah. of police officers in, in Sacramento. One guy with they a were, billy club running. They were so scared. Now remember the, the uh, mayor, what, two days, three days before, had called out the National Guard. So they were so concerned that they put one Walmart greeter guarding the One Walmart greeter. What a load of crap. This is This is... So orchestrated, it is a freaking joke. It's a joke. Oh, now they come back. Oh, stop where you are. Stop or we'll say stop again. I thought I thought it would remind me of some kind of British Bobby. Stop or I'll say stop again. It's a joke. It's this a freaking crazy. joke. And of course, the media is already there. Right, taking all their pictures and stuff as they're breaking in. Now remember, there's been no violence inside already. Yeah. One guy. Okay. One guy. So let me and and let. Do you need me to roll, rewind or anything? No, or? no. But I don't think I don't think I don't think you have the uh, police chief's. Um, Tell me press, how to find press it. I'll find it. No, it's fine. I have his press conference lineup, but maybe just put the link after the show. But I encourage you to go listen to because we saw this afterwards. So after all of this, and they were announcing the curfew. Oh, I remember. The police that, yeah. chief comes out and he starts to describe. You know, this is the events what what happened uh, and that um, a, a group of protesters were marching 
to the street when they got to a certain point their attitude mm-hmm. their i think he said attitude change and they you know they decided to break in but he in in, in the midst of that he describes uh, someone calling him and in and talking about uh how they should guard and protect and what have you and he describes uh, how that they the metro police in in coordination with whoever else you know uh guarded the capitol and you see all these mm-hmm. swat swatted up you know riot gear police on the steps and what have you uh and and then he sort of amorphously says they gained capital they gained access to the building so i mean what you just saw does not describe does not match what he described the measures that that mm-hmm. he says allegedly were being taken uh to secure the capitol building because in fact if those measures were being taken, then there's no reason anybody should have been inside that capital. So I call Unless, of BS, course, you actually know that it's going to happen no first. No of those measures were taken. That's total <laughs> garbage. Because because we saw we saw pictures. This is what crazy. We were looking at people that were there, their personal Facebook videos and stuff like that of pictures. There was no riot police surrounding these things, as you saw the pictures on CNN. I mean, C-SPAN, while the police chief was talk, talking, you saw these pictures of riot-geared police co- coordinating the area. Yet the pictures we were seeing for, from people on the ground, mm-hmm. I, not, they were not there. That's mm-mm. not in the pictures. Mm-mm. So it's, And I'm not a false flag kind of guy. You never no. hear me say that kind of stuff. I'm just talking about, what we actually see again, right? The, the, you can't call this that a article, false flag because we're not drawing conclusions. We're showing I'm, you, right? This is what happened. This is what right. we're showing you. So you can go to C C SPAN. You can watch the police chief's press conferences. Yeah, you will see the pictures of the uh, whatever riot police allegedly surrounding the Capitol and standing in front of these doors. Mm-hmm. You can also search around and look at people's Facebook paste, post, post and, and pictures who are standing there. They're nowhere to be seen. Uh, and you see the video of, I mean, this is Sean King. I don't know if people know who Sean yeah, King I know. is. Sean. This, this is not a conservative patriot yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, posting this. <laughs> so from Sean King's, and I know his, uh, Sean, undoubtedly Sean King's point of posting the video was, was to the, show you how evil uh, white people are and how evil uh, conservatives are. So yeah. you, you even look at Sean King's website and you can see, um, I mean, his Instagram, you can see, okay, where are these riot gear police guarding the Capitol as the police chief alleged? Yet the actual evidence we see mm-hmm. uh, from, I would, I would, I mean, I, I hate to say it. I, I would I would really call Mr. King a communist sympathizer mm-hmm. uh, posted on his page uh, yeah. does not support the propaganda that the police chief was spewing. We see one Walmart guard uh, playing cop guarding <laughs> the entrance to the Capitol. Give me a break. So this is this is such nonsense. Yeah. yeah. The, the problem is. So I fully believe uh, Antifa provocateurs spark this yes i do believe that uh, because i understand mob psychology i do believe there were people who called themselves patriots who who joined in that's what happens when you incite violence in the midst of a large group like that on the other hand 
you can see the pictures of the hundreds of thousands of Trump supporters right? who are not in the Capitol, not violent, not breaking stuff in, compared to the what? A, a, a two dozen that we see inside the Capitol. And I, I remind you, go look at the video. Even those that were in, that got into the building, a majority of them were simply walking back and forth, chanting. Yeah, and I'll tell you something too. Not we are our, our friend friend Debbie and her husband Tim are actually there. They're trying to get out because if you don't get out of D.C. by six o'clock, you're stuck there. And who knows when the raving lunatics are going to let you travel outside of D.C. again? But, you know, I've been putting this back up here because here we have the Philly Antifa up here and we have these guys at the Capitol trying to pretend like Trump supporters. What the heck? Is this like some gang sign or something he's flashing here? Uh, he has a I think he has a hammer and sickle on his on his uh, hand. I've seen the close. up. Oh, yeah, because because that's how Trump Trump yeah. supporters roll right. with the hammer and sickle. Right. <laughs> right. And, so, I, you know, and, you know, the the sort the pro revolution patriots. Uh, don't like this message. Yeah. But there's the evidence. Right. And it, it, right. I mean, again, I think it's some of the well, pro-revolution gonna... pa patriots were in it, but I believe it's gonna... Antifa and BLM who who were at the forefront of this. I'm gonna make some people mad about that anyway before the before the day's over. But well, they're fighting have... fighting for Trump allegedly, but Trump is saying, uh, "Go home. Go home. Yeah. Be peaceful." So you have the Antifa guys here, right? And then you have all this violence oops, by the Antifa guys. And you have the situation now. Our friend Debbie and her husband, Tim, are there. She's texting me while this is going on. She said, oh, my goodness, somebody just got arrested. But guess what? He's an Antifa guy. Mm -hmm. See, the people on the streets know the difference between Antifa and the Patriot and, and the Trump supporters and the real protesters. There. Can, I, can I mention one more thing? Mm -hmm, sure. Uh, these, the infiltrators uh, used tear gas against Capitol police. Who, who do we know that does that? Yeah. Who do we know that does that? Who do we who, know that does who that? Who have we already seen? Yep deploying tear gas in the streets right. in one of their actions right uh not tea party not trump supporters nope this is this is antifa action it's what they've done it's what we've seen in the news over and over again antifa carries tear gas antifa uses tear gas so i told you it stressed me i that what stressed me out was listening to these politicians i want to this is this is when my first I mean, the first words out of Mitch McConnell's mouth made my head stinking explode. Right. So you have Mitch McConnell on the Senate floor talking about how they're entering into an unprecedented time that has never. And I'm quoting here. I'm writing this stuff down while while they're talking. Right. Yeah. Because to uh, to object to state electoral votes has never been experienced in American history. That's a quote. He actually said that never been experienced in American history. No, I'm sorry. It's happened four times in American history. Mm -hmm. 809, 813, 817, 865. Uh, and Mitch McConnell, okay, he has to know he's lying because this is not just simply Wikipedia information. This is Senate record. This is actually printed in the Senate record because I read the Senate record. 
when I gave you guys the presentation that many moons ago about how all of this works, about how the electoral college counting works, how the how the uh, objections work and, you know, what happens if there's no president kind of thing. We did that whole class on that mm. many moons ago. That's where I got the information from, from the Senate's record itself. So he starts running around talking about unprecedented and unprecedented and unprecedented. This is the other thing that he said, JC, that drove me nuts. I got to show this to you because I have a really big question to ask when in regard to this. Are you ready? Mitch McConnell, because the Supreme Court did the same garbage. Mitch McConnell said that some voter fraud is okay. He said that there was not enough fraud mm -hmm. for the people to demand a lawful vote and a lawful count. Not enough fraud for, for, for Mitch McConnell. So here's my question for you. You know what else he said, JC? He said, fraud happens all the time. It's inevitable. You just got to deal with it. Right. Really? Yeah. Really? Fraud happens all the time. Every election. And we should just deal with it. But this time, there wasn't enough fraud. So here's my question to Mitch McConnell, the McConnell Republicans, the Democrats, and to the Supreme Court. This is what I want to know. How much fraud is too much fraud? And at that point where we have that line where this is too much fraud and this is not too much fraud. See, I, I, I'm a I'm a prosecutor. I was a prosecutor here in the state of Florida for a decade. And so criminal law runs through my mind. And I'm thinking, OK, so not enough fraud to question the votes to not even enough fraud to demand investigation, JC, not even enough fraud. So what I want to know from these people is what is that what is that line of not enough fraud to crossing over to enough fraud. Because here's what I think. When we get that number of it's this is now enough fraud, we need to amend the criminal justice system to create sort of like, you know, when you golf with somebody that's really good, you get a handicap, right? So you get a criminal handicap so you can commit so much fraud until it's not, until it's not okay. So yeah. any crime, whether it be a state crime or a federal crime that involves the charge or the criminal element of fraud, I now want to know how much fraud can I commit before I ha uh, am not going to, you know, so I'm not going to be charged with a crime. How much fraud can I commit before I'm actually committing fraud? <laughs> right. Right. I want to <laughs> know that. I need to know that. Yeah. Because if we're now redefining what is criminal in America, because people are like vote fraud, vote fraud, vote fraud. I don't think you understand that fraud is a crime. The secretary of state of Georgia is committing fraud by refusing to allow the voters to see the physical ballots. That is a crime. Now, in McConnell's eyes, if that's not enough of a crime, then I want to know. Because we need to amend some stuff and hand out some criminal handicaps. Yeah. Sorry, I don't want to like rant on that, but this really ticks me off, JC. Well, people said, what what did Biden do? Biden was uh, uh, not Biden. Um, VP Pence, what did ben Pence do? Pence was in the middle of performing his duties. However, we didn't make it past the third state. We got to Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, and then Arizona. Arizona is when Senator Cruz and 
Representative Gosar uh, made their objections, the joint session split and began to debate. I don't think they got maybe uh, three or four speakers in the middle of the debate, and then all hell broke loose, and that's it. I mean, this we have we haven't counted the electoral votes yet. It hasn't happened. And one of the one of the uh, yeah, 12 votes, I, I think 12 votes on one side, 11 votes on the other other is is what we uh, where we were. So three states. Um, so th this is one consequence of this is uh, being able to make the case to the American people. One 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 point of the process of, of, of these objection and the debate is to be able to convey our arguments to our fellow Americans, right. Uh, to, to win the battle of the mind, the hearts and minds, right. Mm -hmm. That's one aspect of it. I mean, that's part of, you know, the presidency, the bully pulpit mm -hmm. and, the, and, and, you know, whatever it is to be a representative in that place where you get to disseminate the message. So that's one of the effects of this chaos was to stop the presentation of the argument to the American people. That was not allowed to happen. Right. And it makes me wonder what's next as far as how do you continue this process? And, you know, will they will they continue it? Will anybody from this point even make an objection in light of what happened? It's going to mm -hmm. be a completely different tenor, a completely different uh, spirit of of uh, of emotion uh if this well, thing is to see, continue it's it's it, this has been an incredibly disruptive event and not in a positive way in most cases and who and here's the thing that i want to talk about remember i taught i said we need to think about this strategically not emotionally mm -hmm. i mean we have uh, allegedly somebody has been shot there today a woman allegedly a woman has been yeah. shot this and is died. And died. This is terrible. We don't we don't advocate this, but this is the violence was not creep. What we're saying is that the evidence that this violence was started by the people who were there to support Trump is doesn't exist. The, the evidence exists that it was as we were warned from the beginning. Antifa people, BLM people Insider. inciting this. Yeah. So I want to think about this from a strategic perspective, J.C., who benefits from this chaos? Mm -hmm. It is not the Trump supporters. It is not the people who want a true and lawful count that that benefit from what happened there today. Mm -hmm. You know who benefits from this chaos today? The people who did not want to see the arguments of the voter fraud publicly made. Those are the people who will do who benefit from this right. because you never got to see juxtaposition, the, the, the lies and the truth. And that's the real exposure there. You yeah. never got to hear the reasonable, rational arguments that people have that, that dispute that it's about disenfranchising people, that it's not about states who flipped blue. It's not about people who want Trump to be president. Mm -hmm. It's about, People having access to the forensic data to ensure that voter fraud never happens again. That's what this is about. Somebody and they says didn't want to hear that argument. NPR no longer has the dates or authors on the on their um, site, apparently. 
so wh- they, wherever you wherever you so were you on the, their social media oh no it's so, right there yeah here's so i'm at their site npr.org yeah uh I was u.s capital chaos is pro-trump extremist breach building maybe it, they it, don't in their it's app. got a date time and uh three authors yeah so who benefits so from that know. who benefits from that the people who want the uh, who who don't who want the voter fraud are the ones who benefit from stopping this the right. ones who benefit from the violence mm-hmm. who also benefits from chaos in washington dc the chinese sure do the chinese benefit more from chaos or from peaceful resolution right do the does the united nations benefit from more from the chaos in washington dc or through peaceful resolution yeah if it continues to spin out of control they will certainly benefit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so because we, there, we will heard, be, there will be millions of Americans begging the United Nations to come in I and take was, control of that. I was listening to, uh, we switched over briefly to the Washington Post mm-hmm. reporting on this. Because um, we always like to we always like to listen to the left um, report, right? Know thy enemy as thyself kind of mm-hmm. thing. You always want to know the oppositional mm-hmm. uh, techniques and, and opinions and all that sort of stuff. Uh, so they were already calling on the Washington Post reporting. They were calling for that. Uh, I heard them talk about bringing the military in mm-hmm. and, and quote unquote, outside forces mm-hmm. to come in and, you know, put a stop to this and, and that sort of stuff. So they're already, you know, they already. See, Walter says the 933 timestamp is still there on that article that I showed. So, OK, yeah. So they are they 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 uh, push. I mean, they're already pushing it in that direction so they hope this will spin out of control and then you can call in united nations troops to you know to take care of things come on guys this is like the dream come true for weather underground this is the kind of thing that that these people in this movement have been pushing for decades this is like christmas easter Thanksgiving and 27 birthdays all rolled together for these people who want global government, who want chaos. This is not beneficial to a a Trump supporter. This is not beneficial to a constitutionalist. This is not beneficial to anybody who wants to have uh, a a real valid vote count. You know what this ensures? This ensures that never this violence, by the way, ensures there will never be a legal vote count again. Well, what was what on the other hand, what was, um, I hate to use the term funny. What was what was you know disgusting and and typically hypocritical was listening to and Washington Post in particular gaslighting and virtue signaling about all this stuff. Of I mean, they stood I can't by. Believe we had the Washington they, Post on the TV. They for so stood long. by and watched Antifa, you know, burn down cities and made every excuse under the sun about that. Oh, for that. <laughs> jumping up yeah they're wringing their hands about you know how terrible this is and all that sort of stuff i mean yeah it's so hypocritical i i the one guy comes on and says this is not a protest this is clearly not a protest this is violence i was like oh they've had an epiphany now they actually know the difference between a protest and a violence like all of a sudden well we knew that was coming as soon as they could blame it on trump or Trump supporters, by the way, then all of a sudden, you know, it's it's not enough. I, I thought it was funny was all of a sudden, you know, Trump gives his little speech about go home. And then all, all the media is like, that's not enough. He didn't really wasn't sincere enough. I don't know how many more words he could use besides go home. 
Mm-hmm. Go home. Okay. He yeah. he didn't really mean what he said. Okay. So wait a minute. Now what you're saying is, is that when people give speeches, politicians give speeches, they don't really mean what they say because I was listening to uh, Biden give his speech. And I kept thinking this guy is speaking out of both sides of his mouth. You know, that whole prophecy of he speaks truth, but brings war. That's the feeling I got from Biden. There is nothing about Biden that is peace whatsoever. He has ah, got to a, be a walking no, no, he's, mo- warmonger. He no, wants he, violence I mean, everywhere. Yeah, he's a long, long time warmonger. I mean, well, he, I mean personally, he supports the, guy, the military industrial complex to, but, to wage war all over the planet. That's but the guy been. in his own biography says that he gets angry, goes out to neighborhoods you know, the, the Section 8 impoverished neighborhoods to look up people, look for people to fight with. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. He, Not just any people. He, he, Biden wouldn't know peace if it was printed on his toilet paper. I just the thing that just makes me crazy. Hey, let me sh- share this with you. This is also uh, something that happened during this actually happened right before the shutdown, which was also made things a little bit conveniently. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul Gosar was giving his argument when all of the hoo-ha went down. And Paul Gosar, let me just stop for one moment. Yeah. Way to go. Paul Gosar gave, now we didn't hear many, mind you. We didn't get to hear many. Gave the most brilliant, well-thought, factual argument that I've heard. And he didn't even get to finish, right? So Gosar sets out the premise. This is not about Trump. This is not. This is about lawful votes. It's about counting votes. But then he did. He said something, JC, that I have not heard anybody say yet. He gave the most brilliant solution that disarms both arguments. You know what the solution is? We're not here to stop the counting of these electoral college votes. We're not here to dismiss an election. We're here to say there is problem with your votes. So what we're going to do, like a judge, we're going to remand those votes back to the state and say you can resubmit these votes after a forensic view of the evidence. Sure. That was that was just brilliant. That was absolutely brilliant. I was so happy uh, for Paul to hear that from Paul Gosar, because I thought that was just it was brilliant. Maybe it was I thought it was brilliant because I didn't actually think of it and I should have. But I don't know what the source of his strange movements were. Maybe he was nervous. Maybe he has some medical condition. I don't know. But he had strange movements. I mean, people were, I was people were commenting I was on doing how he was else. moving. I, I don't know. I mean, it, yeah, it was. So I don't want to I don't want to. I don't want to say something that somebody's suffering from some physical. Mr. Now, Rover Pilot gave us a super chat. <laughs> Mr. Rover Pilot gave us a super chat and asked, "Can we delay the vote reading now?" It is delayed. It is delayed. <laughs> it is delayed. delayed. There we have Teresa Kennedy. Little Joey Biden speaks with forked <laughs> tongue. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought I was going to say, but I didn't want to be all cultural appropriating or whatever, yeah. racist, whatever they call that. You know, I'm already considered that anyway. But uh, I just wanted to say to Paul Gosar, a woman. Right. Good job. A <laughs> <laughs> woman. Good job. But I was just I was really not happy with the way things went today. The the whole lies and not enough voter fraud and that sort of thing going on. And 
But I think we'd have been better served with if the process was allowed to play out. Yes. And and, and the arguments could have been made to the American people. Yeah. Um, no, absolutely. So we would have been better. Incredibly served. unfortunate that that had to become had to be cut sh short, and now the you know all the attention uh, is focused on uh, the chaos. Mm -hmm. Um. And, you know, to the extent that this is able to be blamed on the right. But CJC, then you've, that... given, you've given the media and, and the Democrats the argument on a silver platter. Um, so I think it's it's very unfortunate. And I understand many in the audience and many out there uh, think it's all over uh, and it's done. And we're at the point, you know, where this is what it has to be revolution, whatever. Right. Again, I, I understand, you know, there's a legitimate place for that, but it is just not my personal feeling that we are at that point. And, uh, I also don't, I, I don't believe that's what's happening. First off, mm. uh, we watched not only, not only the hearings today, we watched the rallies, yesterday and 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 today so i mean if you listen if you listen to all the rallies if you watch the people there this was not the sentiment of the majority of the people that that no. went to dc no uh i believe this was sparked <laughs> and directed by antifa and i think a small number uh of indignant uh angry patriots um participated as mm -hmm. well uh, that's a very I believe that's a very small number compared to the hundreds of thousands, not over a million right. uh, that were there. I totally understand the anger. I totally understand, you know, wanting to fight tooth and nail to block a communist takeover. I understand that we've lost many aspects of our government. This is one of the reasons that we've advocated uh, so long. Get back to your states and and get regain control of your state and local government as a mechanism to control the federal government. Right. What we're seeing is a result of us turning loose of our federal of our state and local government. Absolutely. So we're, we're skipping that whole that whole step um, of, of, of the uh, state and local government. Somebody say, oh, we can't control federal government because we lost our states. Duh. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Uh, so. You know, so the, again, the I think battle, we're in the same place. We got to get back to the states. We, after this, we got to come back home and do what we're supposed to do at home to control a federal government. You don't control a federal government in D.C. Right. Control it from the states. You throw it from the states through the states. Now, let me ask you a question. Who benefits more? Does Biden? Do, let me like let me rephrase that. Does China benefit by us uh, diluting our our power and conducting a battle in D.C.? Or does or does China benefit more from us going home and shoring up our states? Yeah. Because here's the thing: if the United Nations comes in, right? If 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 Biden Harris become president, we are handing them on a silver platter an environment to invoke invoke martial law, right? Mm -hmm. You've already got uh, people out there who are uh, who are on the conservative side who have been talking about martial law for a long time. Well, now you have violence in the streets and you in the and they're going to be able to say, oh, well, you wanted martial law. Now you have a president that's going to give you martial law. Right. And then with martial law comes the suspension of your rights, not their power. Mm -hmm. Then comes the United Nations in. Right. So who benefits from that or the Chinese? 
Because, by the way, that's what happened in Venezuela. The mm. Chinese moved in yeah. and took over. And so, and that's also, by the way, what happened in Cuba. The Chinese and the Russians came in and took over in Cuba. And so what you have then is the really only solution that you're ever going to have is at the state and local level. Because if you think fighting this war as individuals is actually going to be successful, you are delusioned. We created, our founders created a constitutional republic so that the states would be super strong to stand in your place to protect you from foreign invaders. And we can't, uh, look, I, I probably am more strong worded about this than J.C., Protecting the future right now is not about violence. Protecting mm. the future right now is about shoring up your state and local governments and nullification. I just, you know, I don't throw that N-word out there very much, but nullification is the quick, easy way to get to the solution. Yeah. Somebody said, well, oh, what are we supposed to do? Just peacefully ask Kamala Harris for permission? I don't do you believe know what? Kamala Harris has a, a, a an office in the state. No, she does so, not. So again, so it's, it's the not whole about perspective asking, of right. what do we do in D.C.? It's what do not. we do in D.C.? No. It's all about D.C. No. I mean, people worship. It's crazy. Power does people not are, begin and end in D.C. But Power begins and end at the state level. The same people declaring by their word and deed that they hate the federal government at the same time, mm -hmm. are, are declaring by word and deed that the answer is with the federal government. Mm -hmm. It is mind-boggling yeah. to me. Yeah. It's unbelievable. And somebody said earlier, uh, what, what states do we control? That's the whole point. You don't. You don't control yeah. your state. That's. Let me say this very slowly one last time, and I just won't say it again. Uh, <laughs> the reason why this happened is because we checked out of our state and local government. Mm -hmm. We allowed the Marxists mm -hmm. to take them over mm -hmm. because we were fixated on D.C. We are apparently still fixated on D.C. And now when you tell people, go back in, retake your states to control D.C., they say, hell no, we don't want to do that. We just want to shoot people. Okay. Mm -hmm. Go for it. Mm -hmm. See, this is what I hate. It's all the calls for revolution. No one should be calling for revolution. If you truly believe that, shut up and get a move on. Right. Stop calling for it and stop saying everybody who doesn't support my call, you know, is a loser, is yeah. not a patriot or whatever. Yeah. No, I don't respect your call. Yeah. Because a call means nothing. Right, right, right. Do it. If you so believe in civil war, do it. Do it. We don't need to see your Facebook post. Go to it. Because <laughs> if you don't, if it's just a Facebook post, my only conclusion is you're full of crap. Right. You're just, you're just running your mouth with all due respect. Mm -hmm. Right? If I believed that civil war was the answer, I would not be sitting here doing a YouTube broadcast. I'd have right. this guy 
and I'd be on the streets. It's simple as that. So I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Now, the people kicking the doors in at the at the thing, they apparently they believed it. They put their money where their mouth is. You know, hats off to them for that. If that was actually Patriots doing that, good. At least you demonstrate you actually believe what you're saying. It's, it wasn't just a, a Facebook post. Right. Uh, so, you know, whatever. I mean, again, revolution uh, is a remedy. It's it's in the declaration. Throw off the forms of government when when they're totally when it's done over with. I just am not of the personal opinion that that's where we are now. I no. understand the argument that people make that, yes, we are there. That's fine. We we just disagree. I, I understand that. Um, I still believe that the answer is the the hard daily work of getting going back home and trying your darndest to get back control of your state and local governments. We don't do enough of that. And and we and we've lost it because of that. Uh, am I saying I, that's a guarantee to re recover the republic? No. Can I? But it is still an available remedy, and I, I think we have to prove that 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 it's over. And I, I just don't believe that. I don't believe it's over because one guy doesn't get reelected. So the, the 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 mantra was, uh, and, and generally usually is, our founders would be fighting by now. That is a misstatement of history. Our founders didn't start any fights. As a matter of fact, every battle that was started was started by the British. And what, what we have to understand to properly serve our future generations is we can't take the first strike. We can't be the, the provocateurs of violence because yeah. that gives us the guilty. And what happens then, like, like I said earlier, un undoubtedly, because of what's happened today, there will be millions of Americans that will now want more government. They will be asking for totalitarian government. They will be asking for uh, the uh, the UN. They will be asking for government to take over. They're going to be asking for more government. That's you, not how we give our children peace. You don't. Now, you don't. You don't take back your government by your state and local yeah, government by voting. You, I mean, come no, on. I, I don't know how. Okay. What, what do you do with people like that? OK, so I'm, let me, I'm not going to repeat right. myself again. Voting is not how you control <laughs> government, guys. It's not how you control government that let's just wipe that off our minds. Voting, by the way, I like talking about this because this is the purpose of the lie. All right. We have been taught for generations that voting is how you control government. The people who taught us that know it's a lie. Right. They know it's a lie. They knew it was a lie when they taught it to us. They taught us is that voting is how you control government. They knew it was a lie. Why did they want you to know it to believe a lie? Because they knew it would fail. And when you did everything that you could do by voting and it fails, then human nature and history dictates that level of failure means you get discouraged, you get defeated, and you check out. Here's you a, check out and then they get permission to do anything want, however they want. Do you realize we are here today, right now, because people have thought, vote, believe the lie that voting is how you control government. They got 
saw that it didn't work. They felt defeated. They felt discouraged. They felt powerless. So they said, no, I'm checking out. We are here today because we checked out. Holy crap, that was fast. Uh, So here's a good example of infiltration and organization. Because I love the fact when when we, our fellow uh, compatriots on the right, say that doesn't work. But yet, here's an example of, yeah, it does work. But apparently the left is happy to use it. Yeah. But we're not. Right. Right. We we say organization and taking over local government doesn't work. Oh, really? If that's true, why does it work for them and not for us? In fact, the way that you answer that question will identify your targets mm-hmm. of what you need to deal with. So here's what we have to do now. The first thing you have to do right now is hit that subscribe button right down there. Ring the bell so that you don't miss another show. Don't, uh, I, you know, there's a several new people on there. So here's how it works. Shiloh, listen up. You got to start immediately working at your state and local level, not an election, but start at the state and local level right now to get legislation pushed so that this kind of voter fraud never, ever happens again in America, right? At the state and local level. You need to go to your county commissioner meetings. You need to attend your city council meetings. Let's let's, let's pick just one of those. Can I get a very, can I give a very simple practical example process of what we're talking about? Because it's just like people ask the same thing hundreds and hundreds of times. It's mind boggling to me, but just as an example, um, you know, one of the reasons one of the reasons it, it doesn't work is because, uh, you know, it's it's on just a small handful of people. So just take city council, for instance, uh, you where you're where you are, organize a group of, say, I don't know, 25 people Ten. and, and Ten. you uh, let's go 25 people. Because sometimes that's you, too many. No, no. How is it too many? You don't think you can or if you can't organize 25 people. OK, then you should be doing something else. So we have another step for you, like get a book and get educated and, you know, or go sign up with a group and then learn how to organize. Okay. But say you organize 25 people, those 25 people, right? Just moms and dads could essentially create a duty roster where they say one or more of us are going to be at every single city council meeting to monitor what's going on. All right. When there's something of concern, we're going to report back to the group mm-hmm. in order to create action to inform the community mm-hmm. and mobilize opposition against this or support for etc okay very simple thing that's that's a daily lifestyle that's just right. something that you do think about you, think about if JC, you live they, in the state JC, capital hold on. they don't meet every day no they don't meet they don't every meet day. every day so you can do this but, once a month it rotate once a month uh no no billy that's yeah Billy, Billy, that's not true. So let's put this up because uh, this is a great, a great erroneous comment. OK, we've directed people many times because this is a common misconception that's repeated over and over again. Uh, Tenth Amendment nullification doesn't work. So rarely used. That's not true. So you can go to Tenth Amendment Center, um, find their website, go check it out. It's it, I mean, we remember several years ago when we were talking about this. We showed over 200. He's not saying it doesn't work. He says people don't understand it. They don't seem to. Well, 
it seems to have been so rarely used, yeah. but it's not. Mm -hmm. It's in, in fact used a lot. It's mm -hmm. just concealed. So I understand you're saying people don't understand it because it's so rare. It's not because it's so rarely used. It's because it's so rarely reported that it's used. Right. When that those years ago, this was under the Obama mm -hmm. administration and we were focusing on this and, and combating that very sentiment. There was over 200 instances of nullification in process being used at that time okay, all wait around a minute the country now, JC. nullification is still working in america today right yeah, now no, when people are absolutely. refusing to comply with the covid shutdown right. it's all, it's all, all there the let me share that with you really quick because i have i want to share with you while you while we're still here we're not too far over the run i'm going to share with you our non-compliant movie trailer so you can understand the walk that we are trying to teach you here. You have to be educated. You have to know, but you have to be willing to personally act, not wait for somebody in D.C. to fix you or not wait to go to D.C. to fix what's happening. We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain alienable rights. We have a power. And we've raised a spoiled brat representative government that needs to be taken to the woodshed. Are you satisfied with the government that owns you? There are churches who refuse to allow us to use their facilities to teach. Unspoken or even sometimes spoken rule that religion and politics don't mix. You wouldn't dare speak out against the government or somehow resist. Christians have to be involved in politics. God commands it. Every turn of event through history hinged one person will stand up upon a single person and then everybody else will stand a gym member surrounded by a crowd of supporters was placed in handcuffs a tampa bay pastor has been arrested sentenced to a week in she jail she also tore up a cease and desist letter we have a posterity waiting for us to say we will not comply so you will be free We have a chance to fight without bloodshed. But every time we comply, we establish a future where our children will not have that option. Why do we sit down when all should be standing? Then why do we back down? So solutions, solutions are right there. They are not in DC, they are state and local. And that's where we need to be working. And that's, that's where that's our solution just one, is. by the way. That's by the just way, one. By the way, one solution. It's not over. Right. Get control of your state and local government. Un get your state and lo local government under control. Because if Biden Harris become president, you're going to want to have a governor that actually knows that he can he or she can kick the federal government out you're going to want a sheriff who knows that the feds have no authority in his or her county without their permission so we have to make sure that we keep that hey yeah. those of you who participated in the green chef 
I just want to call out your names at the moment. We have uh, five. We have five winners. We have Rebecca, Steve, Gene, Gene, Bud, Bud, and Blue, Blue North. North. <laughs> Blue North wins. Blue North. So, so we'll get, be getting the email out to you with we'll, all that good stuff. Yeah, we'll get that. Free food. You. Free food. A free box of food from Green Chef. So really awesome. Very excited but, about that. But you that. know that the example I gave about the city council. That I mean, you can mm -hmm. you can apply that across the board. You can right. scale that up. We have a great group, um, community patriots in Hillsborough County, who are doing that very same thing. Uh, that is not me singing. That's uh, not JC singing. That's 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 our friend do, <laughs> Justin doing, Page doing the very same thing. <laughs> Other part of that, um, uh, Joe mentioned, can't control people who are willing to cheat. No way to stop them. Uh, again, not true because the reason the reason that was able to happen, I mean, setting the machines aside and whatever internal. Wait a stuff, minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, if you believe that, then why is there a single law ever written? Yeah. So why is there is, a single law ever written if you can't stop people from cheating? Right. I mean, so setting setting aside the computer, whatever might be the computer aspect, which that's a different answer mm -hmm. for that with the machines and whatnot. But one of the reasons uh, at these localities that they're able to cheat is because no, none, none of the Republicans were in there. We gave over all of the apparatus. Uh, of the supervisor of elections and all that mm -hmm. stuff. We, we allowed the Democrats to write, have free reign. And that's evidenced by what we just saw of seeing Republicans on the outside trying to get in. Mm -hmm. If you're already in there, you don't have to try to get in. So that's evidence that we weren't, we weren't plugged in in the first place right. in, in many places. Right. Now, some, some well, places we already talked are, about this. Okay. So. so, but the same thing, you can extrapolate that. That's yeah. one thing. Um, you know, so the nullification is one thing. Uh, Noncompliance. Hey, I mean, JC, there's so many, so many things we can do. Uh, uh, we had somebody on the show say, where do we get some good education? Actually, just in the chat room. So if you want to learn more about nullification, go to libertyfirstuniversity.com. We give you the best education that you can get on American history, on the Constitution, on how the government's supposed to work, how it's not supposed to work. Why would you go anywhere else except to a place where you trust you see us? Who who else out there that does what we do that, you know, teaches? Nobody teaches what we teach. It just doesn't happen. But of those who teach similarly, how many of them are willing to lay it out on the line five days a week and, and show you, prove to you that the education itself works? So don't forget to go to LibertyFirstUniversity.com. Sign up for your education. Look, if you want to run for government. You need to be enrolled at LibertyFirstUniversity.com. If you want your children to not repeat our mistakes, you need to enroll them at LibertyFirstUniversity.com. If you want to not fall prey to the fake news, you need to enroll at LibertyFirstUniversity.com. Come to Atlanta. Let me see how you are going to stop them. Okay, it's not just a you. You are not going to do this by yourself. Pretty I'm not sure going to do said, this by myself. Pretty sure I said it's you have if, to organize. If it's up to individuals, there is no win. No, so because so, we are not a kingdom. Our founders did not create a kingdom. Okay, um, the the founders did not create a kingdom. They created a constitutional republic so that we would have power in in our cooperative societies yeah. in the state and the local levels. So right. if you, if it's just you on your front porch fighting, then you're you in a kingdom. And, and I'm, I'm, no not, place to I'm live, not trying so. to be a smart aleck. What yeah. I'm saying is it takes organization, but 
organization and doesn't just happen. There is yeah. a technique. There is there are you know we just we just did a boot camp with Leadership Institute, which mm -hmm. is what I highly recommend. If you want to learn how to organize and influence, go to what is their website? Leadershipinstitute.org, I think. Yeah. Google Leadership Institute. Um, they have courses for free, particularly on you know the techniques and strategies of organizing. I mean, it's it's very important. Um, running for office, you don't just up and say, I'm going to run for office because, you know, you have that gut feeling and you love America. Um, there are techniques to winning. There are strategies to winning. Uh, so it's not just about, and it's not just about having the right principles. Just because you have the right principles, I mean, as we can see looking at our government, doesn't mean you win. There are strategies and techniques. So the same thing is true with organ organizing. Same thing is true with campaigning. A lot of this stuff, it's the same principles you would use for running a business. They really are business principles, a lot of them. Um, so Leadership Institute is a fantastic resource mm -hmm. to teach you how to work the techniques of organizing and the techniques of winning. So there you go. There, yeah. I mean, there's a tool. We're we're offering solutions hey, and Mike, tools. Hey, Mike, buddy, all please. Mike is a longtime listener, good time friend. Hey, don't stress out, dude. Yeah. Um, that's what we're trying to show you. It's not over. I had There's stress so today many things. I get, like I said, I I get stressed when I hear those Mitch McConnell and those guys get up there and talk about the Constitution and oh. I get really stressed out. I get so stressed out. I feel my heart. And I just want to say, JC, turn that garbage off. I mm. can't take another minute. And that's tough, Joe, man. When you have when you have that dilution of the vote and, yeah. and, and, and internal, you know, internal oppositions within the same sort of family of. By ideology. the way. So it's hard. That's why, yeah. I mean, it takes organization and, and you know, building yeah. the credibility, building resources. It's a it's a long, hard daily. Can work. I can really I tell is. you something that that is one of those little shocking yes. so, truths? citizens for self-governance? Absolutely. One, one of those little shocking government things. Um, nobody stole this election from us. We handed it over yeah. because we checked out so long ago. Right. Kamala Harris is not going to destroy America. Kamala Harris does not have the power to destroy America. She'll Kamala try. Harris is a woman. She'll try. She will only succeed if we let her. So, uh, yeah, we love you too, Joe. Love we're you just too, Joe. Trying to get, we, we're just hashing out the solutions we, we here. We understand your frustration. It's about we personal. Share your we share your frustration. I was about to say we share it. So it's about personal, personal solutions. Santiago, my friend, you know what to do. You're like a master. Oh at my it. gosh! Educate, yeah. and organize. Ask, ask Ask Santiago if you can go and 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 volunteer with him. Help him. F help just Santiago. be an intern with with serve, his juggernaut. Serve under the leadership of Santiago Avia. And you, you, you guys, you okay? Seriously, you want to learn how to run an organization? There you go. So remember, in this election. OK, even with the steel, even with the corruption, you probably remember uh, uh, that that. The Democrats essentially lost South, lost Miami, lost, lost the Latinos, lost the Hispanics in South Florida. Yes. Santiago. That's why Santiago is why Trump uh, Biden lost South Florida. So there are so people the with thing. experience and tools and knowledge. You take Santiago's knowledge. 
and his and his skill, and you turn that at the state level. Yeah. Santiago, I want to see you create a, a powerhouse partner powerhouse. He's a total powerhouse to, to take over Tallahassee, Florida, to take over. And then what we'll build, Santiago's will build 67 new groups and eat one for each county with the power of Santiago. And and, and so what we do, Santiago, is is you organize them, we'll train them. And we will make an, an army that cannot be defeated. Patrick Henry said we are three million armed with the cause of liberty. He didn't say armed with AK-47s. He didn't say armed with tanks. He didn't say armed with nuclear weapons. He said we are three million armed in the with the truth of liberty. We are armed. That's how we win. That's how we win. Joe, if you're going to go to South Florida, man, live next door to Santiago. Powerhouse, I'm telling you. Uh, Center for Self-Governance, our Center, friend Mark Herr yeah, yeah. Uh, is another resource. I mean, th so these are places that teach you practical. We're talking about resources for practical uh, skills and knowledge of winning and influencing. Yeah. Uh, so they're out there. Santiago, my gosh, if you shadowed that guy, I mean, you could do amazing things. Yeah, I'm going to give you these websites really quick. Oh, come on. Santiago, there. type your type your group. National Hispanic, uh, Republican Hispanic Caucus, something like that. Type that in the chat. So, you know. So and here these people, is and the these people center. Go, so, and these are the, these are the people out there doing the hard work. The and, Center and for Self-Governance. You need to, it's going to cost you something. Okay. And none of them don't, believe it's over. Don't, and no, none of us, you will meet all of us. None. I am not, I am always more hopeful because I simply have, I have a hundred year vision. I always have a hundred year vision because that's how history and human nature works. Right. So, uh, we have, the we have these none of these organizations that we're going to tell you today is going to say it's all over it's all over it's not all over okay this is how we win we organize we get involved we go locally here's the center for self governance sign up for their courses you're going to have it will cost you something but you are going to have to uh you're you're going to have to pay something we're not socialists here give a man what they're due and you uh, what what did thomas Paine said what we achieve too lightly we esteem what we achieve too easily we esteem too lightly H however 10th amendment center.com yeah so, okay 10th um, michael bolden you know if there was a guy that i agreed with 99.9 percent .9 of the time it's that guy i give him a you know a little bit off because you know I'm not married to him, and there are a couple things where we <laughs> disagree with, but you know, the Tenth Amendment Center and I have run. But Li side costs by you side. nothing. Well, Li, they, no, Li no, they, has capitalist donors. Yeah, but they still have some fees on some S classes. Some fees, but some fees can, on some classes. You can get a ton. Yeah. From Li, but Leadership Institute would tell you would tell you unequivocally it's not over. Uh. The Center for Self-Governance would tell you it's not over. And so all of these things, our, our, our goal is to absolutely keep fighting. You see, if you quit, if you think it's all over, then then our, our children's children will curse us for being a bunch of 
quick quitters. And we'll so, put all these. Ian, Ian says, I recommend Sovereign Duty. Thank you. Yeah. And Liberty First University. And we can put all these links uh, on in the show notes on the YouTube page. Yeah. And, and Facebook. So here's Santiago again. Somebody asked for it in the chat room. The Republican National Hispanic Assembly of Florida. There is their website, rnhafl.org. By the way, we also have the Republican Liberty Caucus of Florida. Right. Uh, and they have the Republican uh, Liberty Caucus uh, also has a, uh, a national, oh, come on, a, a national group. Uh, sorry about my typing here. So the Republican Liberty Caucus RLC. has, yeah, they RLC, they are a national group. And so there's another group that you can get involved with that in all of these things, all of these things help us understand uh, that there is power in organization and then there is power in unity with principle, Right. Thank you, Daniel, for your super chat. So awesome. We've had so many supporters super chats today. Don't forget, go to, go to right now, go to um, noncompliantmovie.com. You can just sign up so you can get your, so you can get the emails that will tell you when our releases are going to be out there. Yeah, there we go. See, Santiago knows Bob White and the Bob White yes, runs the White. Yes. Uh, Republican Liberty Caucus of Florida here. Just trying to think really of that great. name. Oh, really? You should ask me. Here. I was like one of the names I actually remember. I don't yeah. even know why. Amazing people doing amazing work. I mean, yeah. they, these were. This is the crazy thing. So many yes, of the areas. Jones, Liberty First University is absolutely appropriate for a fourteen-year-old. There would have been absolutely. We have lots of homeschool students. We could. We could have. Florida could have been in the blue column if it weren't for right. these groups. Right. So don't tell me you can't affect it. You uh, just Florida should have been no, no. Florida should have been blue Florida. had it not been for Santiago and a few of these other groups. So Florida is usually purple because it's usually blue on the bottom and red on the top. We weren't even purple this year. No, you had a you we had, had some a blue polka big dots, red splotch in the south. Sweet. With the name Santiago <laughs> written in the middle of it. Not just, I mean, Santiago would be the first to tell you as a great team. Yeah, and of course. Really, really course. great team out there. So, hey guys, uh, we went long today. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to hit that like button. Don't forget to share, 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 share. Hit the subscribe button, ring that bell so you get those notices. And we are, as always, above and beyond honored that you joined yeah. us here today. And if I saw, you know, these groups here die out. Like if that, if that's your reality, then leadership Institute, I'm telling you, yeah, they will teach, they will teach you strategies, um, you know, to be successful. Hey, promote Liberty every single day at godgunsliberty.com. You can get all your great, great t-shirts, hoodies, and all kinds of stuff out there. Uh, JC is the mastermind behind the Liberty First University, uh, behind GodGunsLiberty.com. This is actually my favorite one. I think that's it's always a up there. Racist word what? now. Mastermind? Yeah. I think that's racist these days. Oh. Mastermind. How cool is that t shirt? 
I got 1776 reasons why liberty is essential. By the way, JC, can they get your t-shirt? The one that you're wearing? Muted when you do that. Um, yeah, yeah. They, I don't know if they heard any of that. <clears throat> I'm not sure you had the sound on the site there, but no, yeah, you get those, mute. you can get those t-shirts at godgunsliberty.com. Yep. There you go, guys. God guns and JC's t-shirt at godgunsliberty.com. And the hat, all that. And the hat. Oh, I didn't even see your hat on my t-shirt too. Liberty first university t-shirts. Awesome. God guns. Oh, look. <laughs> PNW 95 wore uh, one of our shirts to DC. I don't want to gender identify because I can't tell by that. So, <laughs> yeah. So, not not quite over, guys. Not quite yeah. over. Oh, see, the sound was on. They said it was on. Yeah. All right, guys. Are no, we, are not we even close? Far from over. Are we close? Maybe. Nah. But no. Nah. I mean, but we certainly have. Yeah. There's. We're in the middle of a crisis. That's for are, sure. And are, the decisions we that we make will make will send ripples throughout our future. Look, can I say the we'll one determine whether how hard it will be for us? Can I say the one positive thing about the events? Of, of today one. so the one positive thing that i do like okay the one product of this to the extent that the government learns to fear the people i do have to say i like mm -hmm. that yeah so if that's part of the outcome then okay i like that part let's just not we we, we need to be careful that we don't throw away our position yeah. by giving them too much too much fodder yeah. they, they, they're going to distort an attack enough we don't need to give them the best no thing that we can do is ignore their narrative altogether and Correct. just simply go Correct. to work just yeah. go to work state Correct. and local ignore That's their right. narrative altogether don't even give them the time yeah. of day exactly all right, guys, those were the bonus for your educational dollar for those of you who stuck around after I started to say goodbye. Because <laughs> after I started to say goodbye, everybody starts, I watch the numbers start right, dropping. That's true. You guys know, you long time listeners, hey, wait a minute. So if Chris Ann says goodbye, thing about <laughs> if, you, if you leave too early, even though Chris Ann started to say goodbye, you know Chris Ann doesn't leave a room more than one or more than uh, less than one time, twice. Hello, Chris Ann, where are you? Uh, so there's your bonus for your educational dollar. You got your positive injective injection on the good thing that's happening. Thank you guys for your support of green chef. We will have more meals to give away. Uh, hopefully in a couple weeks. Yeah. Don't let that teenage girl's death be in vain. Yeah. I don't think Let's get some people work. are saying she's not teenage, but so I heard she is 16, but I don't know for sure. Details yeah. are still coming out yeah. who she was exactly. But yeah. if that's the case and that was a Patriot, you know, well, we got to get, we got to get to work. Yeah. We got to get to work. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for all your love and support and we will see you again tomorrow. Yeah.